Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to season two, episode four of Tech Plus Plus. I'm your host, Ali, and I'm here with Aaron. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's good to be here. And we're back with another episode. Um, in this episode, we would like to talk a little bit more about cryptocurrency. I feel like we did not do the justice with, with like a whole ass hour of cryptocurrency. Yeah, I know. Um, and hey, shout out to up. Kevin for that, by the way. That yeah, was really cool sure. to have him on. If you haven't heard that episode, please go back and listen to it. Um, we're also going to go and talk about Neuralink again, as that also had a recent boom. They did some crazy ass shit, let me tell you. Yeah, and before that, um, please stop what you're doing. Go to our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at techpluspluspodcast. That's techpluspluspodcast. And on Twitter, underscore. That's underscore. Or visit our website, techpluspluspodcast.com. Um, you'll be able to see a little bit of changes. Um, we're still planning on changing the website quite a bit in the near future. Um, but yeah, let's just jump into it. I don't really think you have any much sec faults from um, last episode. Um, yeah. It was a very clean episode. Again, thanks to Kevin. Um, but we can jump into our random topics that we want to talk about this week. Uh, so cue the random topics. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, Boston Dynamics, they've done, uh, I mean, uh, they keep releasing stuff. They have this robot now for warehouses. It doesn't really move around as much. It's not like the robot dog, but it ha- helps you with like big pallets and stuff like that. So it's, they're, they're starting to move in other industries, and that's starting to get pretty cool. Uh, yesterday, actually, I did, I did send you, Aaron, that video by Michael Reeves. That video um, is crazy. Um, <laughs> honestly, shout out to Michael Reeves. That dude, honestly, is one of my biggest inspirations when it comes so what, to What's the video? So the video is called, I'll probably put it in the description too. It's called Teaching a Robot Dog How to Pee Beer. Um, and basically the whole consensus of the video, you guys need to definitely go watch it. The whole video was about like um, how he, wa- he he was very intrigued, just like us, about the the robot. What was it called um, that we talked about? Spot. Spot, yeah. So he was very intrigued by Spot and he contacted Boston Dynamics and was like, hey, can I can I get one? my hands on one and they basically were like oh we don't it's not public yet and it's just for like actual construction yeah like companies people are actually going to use it for business type stuff yeah and then and then he saw a video and it was adam savage from um mythbusters mythbusters that was like using it so he got kind of like quote unquote pissed at them blah 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 so he waited and then when it became um available to general public um i think his sponsor honey um they they kind of got like hand in hand. They paid for the whole spot, which is kind of lit. And uh, it wasn't clear if they knew that they were. No, no. Apparently, he well in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's not hundred percent clear, but in the beginning, he did he does say something like, he um, "My my sponsor liked where I was going with this," and I was like, <laughs> ah, "I don't know about that." But um, but basically, he just turned the whole robot to like a piss bot that like. Uh, looks up, lo- looks around in like 360 infinitely um, until he sees like a red solo cup. Um, spots it and goes all the way to it. Um, kind of like lines up its ding dong with it and uh, positions itself. And it like pisses beer in it. And it's actually really, really funny. Um, just a very, very funny man in general. Um, but yeah, it's an, that was it, a really cool video. It was an interesting way to use a robot dog. It's kind of funny if you could imagine that at like some really wealthy person's party. I I don't know if we would put solo cups on the ground for a wealthy person's party, but it would be funny if it had a robot dog going around and pissing out drinks to people. Bro, imagine that at like a fraternity though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he just but... he just holds holds the keg on his back, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going around. For I was I when I when I sent it to when I sent the video to Aaron, um, I got like five different messages from Aaron saying, "I don't know if that works with the terms of conditions." I'm like, "Bro, just I, watch the video." Definitely <laughs> against the terms and conditions. <laughs> but it was yeah. it's a very enjoyable video. Um, if you ended up even, driving to Boston Dynamics, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, whether you're techie or not techie, definitely watch this video. He's a very great guy at like not only like dumbing things down, but also making it very entertaining to watch so mm-hmm. um, and the millions yeah. of subscribers show for it 
Shout out to Michael. Um, yeah, that's all I had on the Boston Dynamics stuff. Uh, another one, shout out to our alma mater, uh, Chico State, baby. Uh, Riley's <laughs> Chico uh, has become the best college bar in America, deemed by Barstool Sports. That is oh awesome. Um, that, is, that is huge. This, what do they call it? The Cinderella story? Come on, bro. Like, no, I like, dude, I like it Riley. Is. It was. It was, dude. They went I up like, against like, back-to-back champs. They were like, going, yeah. the other bar was going for like a three-peat. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, I like Riley's, but dude, I'm a bear guy. I'm we, a bear we, guy. We had, we had different experiences. I worked across from Riley's for, like, three years of my life. <laughs> no, listen. Love Riley's. Love Sunday Fundays. You, love, you can't like, get all that the... stick-to-the-floor feeling. I was going to say that, bro. That, that stick-to-the-floor, it would make me, everyone would be like, oh, let's go to Riley's, and we would just step in. My foot would get stuck to the door, be like, all right, we're doing a 360. I'm out of here. I'm not even going to fucking go inside. But, but again, um, before COVID, Riley's used to be like packed. That was fun, not going to lie. Um, it's like, like a sardine factory for real. Super cheap. Like, that's, that's the crazy part is um, when it comes to Chico, like the drinks are crazy cheap. There's like, what was it like? Um, Tuesdays, Buck Night. Buck Nights. That was yeah, the one. Pitchers. Oh my gosh. Pitchers was like, what, $5 for a pitcher of alcohol? Come on, bro. Like, uh, for those who don't know, like, it's like, imagine a pitcher. Since it's only 5 bucks, everyone would just get a pitcher to themselves. Like, it's not like, oh, let's get a pitcher. It's like supposed to be like, oh, let's get a pitcher and share. And now nah, you get a pitcher to yourself. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But congratulations, Riley's Chico. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, go Chico State. <laughs> Honor. <laughs> uh, another one. This uh, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. Have you been zucked? Have you been zucked? Uh, Facebook has over five hundred thousand users' data leaked. Beautiful. I'm glad I deleted my Facebook account. Hopefully, they're notifying you if you're. Um... Uh, personal information has been uh, leaked and is out on the internet, but uh, yeah, it's a, a pretty rough look. It's a tough look right now. Yeah, I feel like yeah. And then LinkedIn had the same thing, but I don't know. Could be that their like public user data was just scraped and like tabulated. Uh, not not quite sure on the LinkedIn one, uh, but it did happen to LinkedIn too. Could be yeah. under different circumstances, but. Cool. Yeah, um, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't already, uh, there is a website, right? Um, have you been? Well, there's a few. Yeah, I, I sent you. I sent you the one that's like, "Have you been zucked?" Because yeah, I posted that funny. on our Instagram. Yeah. Anyways, how's how's your uh, uh, past couple weeks been going? It's been a minute. We're we're a week late on this one. Yeah. Um. This past week, um, if you guys haven't noticed, this episode is coming a little bit later. Um, this past week, um, it was it was cool. Um, I got a little bit of feel of kind of like a extremity. Is that the word? Pressure. Yeah. Pressure. <laughs> uh, extremity when it comes to um, like support calls. Um, so I was on like uh, first responder kind of on support for my team, and there was a lot of. Um, uh, alerts so recently like we've set up like alerts in our system to let us know so what it does is like queries the background and let us know if there's any like 500 errors or errors that shouldn't be there or like some retries that anything be that there. goes on wrong. right right and it was actually interesting because the week before it um i was gone for that day but my team decided like hey every two weeks we should um review those um and just to, to so as like an educational purposes so everyone knows what's going on um what are some like reoccurring errors what are some that we already know about that's getting fixed blah 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 like all that stuff so we know about it um and they were like oh we should do it last friday which i was on duty um and just that week like from the beginning to the end there was so many was support so calls um and it wasn't it wasn't like our code was bad or anything. It was just like our alerts were just getting triggered um for different reasons. And it was just like um really, really hard to keep up. There was like a lot of alert calls and a couple of our the team members and stuff we jumped on calls and 
ozone calls for multiple hours just like going back and forth and like saying oh let's look at this one let's look at this one and then like while on the call on a support call another support call would come in and it was just it was just a lot um but it was a good rough, learning man. experience yeah it was very rough but it was definitely a good learning experience um just just, just because like i feel like our code base is big enough that sometimes i don't know about like some of the nitty-gritty parts of it that's like a small ass file that's doing a big thing that you don't really know about um it's not something that anyone would really go in to fix and then when these bugs or not bugs um these alerts come um you get to kind of experience those smaller files so that was that was kind of cool um there was a another work item i was working on um or project for those who don't know what work items are um that it was just like a lot of communications with external teams um that was kind of cool um mm -hmm. that was fun um just there was like I think there's three, four other teams um, that needed to be involved in this work item, and then I was like the communicator between them, and that was kind of cool as well. So, cool coordinating it. It's like yeah. you're uh, uh, with all the support calls. It's like you're that that guy holding up the big boulder. Yeah, that's definitely what it felt like. Yeah. Um, you got so the on your back. I was like on the call, on the phone call with my like service operators, and then like on the other side, the other teams were like pinging me, like, "Is it done yet? Is it done yet?" And I was like, oh "And then like on the other I'm screen, going it was as fast the, as I can." And then on one of the other screens, it was like support calls, just like pinging and pinging and pinging. And I'm like, "Ah!" But it's over. Um, <laughs> next week I'm secondary, so I'll probably still be, have to like help out, but I'm not at least frontline. Um, to yeah. Like, um. Yeah, how about you? Uh, for me, I had family visit. My mother and grandmother, my boyfriend came out, and that was super nice. They were out here for a week. Uh, we went wine tasting a couple times. We hung out at the resort. All of the dinner we had at the resort, you know, and didn't go out anywhere besides the wine tasting, and all the wine tasting was, like, outside, so that was really nice. Um, but, like, I'll, like having, having them out was so nice. I haven't seen them in a long time. Um, but that being said, the following week, I was very tired. <laughs> like, I'm a very uh, scheduled and structured person, so uh, deviation from from uh, the norm puts me off a bit. And so I was just super tired. And now I have some stuff piling up from work and uh, that I should have, like, started on earlier. So now it's, like, really hitting me, you know. I can I can definitely like double down on that because um as you know month of March um went by pretty fast for me uh, I had friends from out of state come in um I went to um SF a couple of times I went to um Monterey for a weekend and a lot of these kind of like made it such a such a fun time that now like as soon as April hit it was just kind of like oh you're also on support and now you have to do like even more than what you were doing before and it was just getting like uh, it was a lot but i'm getting back into it i'm definitely like i can feel you on being more tired during the day like i have to knock out some coffee before working like more than one cup usually now um yeah damn. but it's but it's yeah, gonna be pretty back. cool yeah um it's gonna be interesting because uh starting this tuesday coming tuesday is gonna be also ramadan and i'll probably be participating um yeah we're gonna be fasting that's gonna make me even more tired but it's gonna be cool I'll, i'm gonna be visiting um southern california to see my family um for That'll a week nice. yes i don't like i feel like in ramadan like cooking is the worst because you're already hungry and you have to cook and it's like you can't fucking eat it not yet you know um so i'll just it's stronger yeah so just um for a week um it's my mom's birthday too so gotta go back and celebrate cool. Eat some real food for once. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel it. Being tired is being the norm now. And then a little bit more at work. I got, I finally got my temperature chamber. I got the, like this really big, like think of it as like an oven to go to really extreme temperatures. And I put my company's product in there to test it. So I finally got one of those. I just haven't really been able to work with it quite yet because I've been pulled off on some, some other things. And I was a part of a deliverable for like basically the whole company, but uh, like more to our management for viewing um, like our, our progress on new testing new features over the course of releases. And so that was really cool to meet a deliverable. It just took some time because I really needed to like 
show our testing data and know what to look for and correlate all these things that they were looking for. And, but it's cool to meet the deliverable and see like that, you know, we're actually going to use it. Um, but anyways, you wanted to get back into more crypto. Yeah, let's get into our topics. Um, like I said, last episode, um, we talked a lot about cryptocurrency, but um, my knowledge about cryptocurrency was very limited. And then um, after Kevin talked, I um, tried to research more, read a couple of things, um, watched a lot of videos and um, downloaded some of the tools, I want to say, um, such as Brave. Um, my first impression of Brave, it's very simple. It's literally yeah. Chromium based. So it's, it literally feels like you're using Chrome. Um, uh, but the cool part is that even on Chrome, I had um, ad blocker on it, but you don't even need ad blocker. It has like a built in ad blocker, so which is really cool. And you can just like turn it off because there's some websites that if you even have ad block on, the website doesn't work properly. So you can turn it off. Um, and it's very friendly. And then there's like that crypto, like it has its own built-in wallet, which is cool. Um, I bought like, yeah, it has like a built-in um, crypto wallet. Yeah, so like I bought about like just at first twenty dollars of like the, the advertisement um, tokens. What is, what is oh, that yeah. coin called? Like one second, it's called Bat. Yeah, Bat. Yeah. So I bought about like twenty dollars of that just to see how it works. Like I put it into that wallet. It's actually interesting because Bat went up twenty percent. Randomly, so my twenty dollars is like now thirty five dollars, which is kind of cool. Um, but um, basically, like I was looking through it, and there's this like this little settings that you can go to, and um, something that's automatically on. Um, I mean, suggestion keep it on. It's a nice thing. I turned it off just because <laughs> education purposes. Um, is oh, yeah. being able to send tips. So some websites um, already. Um, some websites already let you um, send tips to the website, and it's just a little bit. So it's like if you have a bat in your account with them, they'll send a little bit of the bat like a to that dollars, website a dollar, as a tip. Um, and you can turn that off. Oh, really? It's it's a lot less, I think. I think it's it's more or less like a couple of cents. Yeah, it's a very small portion. It's a contribution. And you can, um, and if you really like a website, um, you can send send um, monthly co contribution, but that one you actually set it, so it's not automatic. So you can actually tell, like, hey, send them um, three bats. Every so I actually month. I downloaded Brave, and, automatically and I was like um, watching YouTube and like doing so a normal thing with it, and I had that feature on, and it like had some of my YouTube creators on there, like to tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People do that. People, creators do that. Um, blog websites do that. Maybe one day we can sure. do that with our Tech Plus Plus website just because of the cloud. Um, <laughs> that would, it would be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so you can do that. But I turned it off just because I want to see how the whole bat system works. And um, it's cool. So uh, as you don't, as uh, Kevin said last episode, and you guys can again yeah, go back, good. definitely watch that um, is, or listen to it, not watch it. Um, is that um, the way you gain this like bat or money? Um, it's like an attention token, and it's like, and instead of you getting ads, like I said, there's an ad blocker. Um, people pay Brave um, to get your attention by like these pop up ads, like in a corner of your website. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little bit annoying, um, but it's definitely less annoying than like actual ads, like especially like YouTube ads, where like the whole video stops just so you can watch an ad. Instead, it's just like a small pop-up, a couple of seconds, and it goes away. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of the ads are just about crypto as well. It's kind of funny. Can you control a um, lot of like, like Coinbase ads? What kind like of that. ads you um, see? Like, don't they do not targeted ads? And then you have an option, and if you want targeted ads or not, and you get paid more based on if they're targeted. Is that a thing? I have really looked into the targeted ads the but i've seen so the more the more ads you see the more money they give you um uh, the more bat they give you yeah and um you can set how many oh. ads you want to see um in a day i think the maximum is like five or six um so i set it to the maximum for example so every couple of hours you just see a little pop-up saying hey do this and then it just goes away um but it's not like I said. It's not too bad. Um, I really like it. It's fast. It's reliable. It's safe. 
Um, and the ad blocker is not only blocks ads. You can actually like do some like extreme stuff with it. That like let me see advanced view. You can oh, right. um, you can block scripts. You can um, block you can block this thing that's like um, if the website is not Pardon? HTTPS, just don't even go inside of the website. Um, you can do fingerprint blocking. You can do like trackers. You can do even like cameras and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, don't let them use my camera at all. So it's kind of sketchy that like some websites is like, for real, they want to use stuff that like they don't need. Um, so it just stops them. Um, so there's like other stuff. Like there's one that's like, oh, stopping them from using um, sensors in your computer and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Um, and he like blocks all of that. Uh, very, again, safe, reliable. Uh, very easy to use. It's not like, oh, you have to be a tech person to use it. It's literally just using Chrome, literally. And even um, my biggest worry was that I have to start getting the, like, all of my, what is it called, saved oh, yeah. websites and bookmarks and stuff like that. As soon as you go in, yeah, as soon as you go in, it literally tells you, hey, do you want to pull in your bookmarks from somewhere else? Yeah, I got it from Chrome. It was Chrome, nice and in just, that sense. It, it was really seamless. So. Cool stuff. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Even my even ad my, block. Like, um, Should I disable my ad block? I have that. Uh, Everything came. Uh, yeah, the whole thing. You origin yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't use it. Yeah. Yeah, I I deleted my other ad blocks because the actual ad block from Brave is a lot stronger. Um. Let's see. So that's that. So another one that I was going to talk about was um, right after that episode, the market blew up. Uh, not just not just Ethereum. Uh, well, full disclosure. Slightest, I am not advisors. a financial advisor. Uh, Ali is not a financial advisor. Do not seek advice. financial advice from us. <laughs> yes, don't 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 listen to me at all. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I went on after that episode and dropped a little bit of money into ethereum and it was funny because when right after the episode ended with kevin ethereum was like 1700 so i dropped some money on it and then now it's like at 2100 and i was like okay like what happened and then i looked into it a little bit more the whole um like market blows up when there's three-day weekends and Weekends in general, but three-day weekends are the best times for uh, coins, and it's because of the, or actually, like sometimes even after when actual stock market closes, and it's because of the fact that now that people have a lot more um, grip on, I want to say, stock market, a lot of more like uh, traders that if if the market is closed. They still get that urge that they want to trade, so they end up trading on oh. coins where like the market doesn't close, and ends up like blowing up those markets, especially for three day weekends, like I said, or weekends in general. But three day weekends, the most beautiful time. Like um, the entire cryptocurrency market was up that by twelve percent, wow. which is huge. The entire market. This, this kind of like added on to. There was this coin called Safe Moon, and their idea about what they coins. On? I didn't Ethereum? completely read into it. I did invest a little bit into Safe Moon. Safe Moon, yeah. So Safe Moon is based on Ethereum. It is very, very hard to get. Like it was a lot of hoops to jump to to get it because it's not really on any real, like, platform yet. And I just looked into it. What they're doing is kind of interesting. So they started with a oh. gigantic market cap, um, over billion, billions even market cap. And how it works is that I hold on to mine, and you get awarded to be holding onto this coin. So if I'm holding onto the coin, uh, the way you get awarded is, let's say I'm holding on to it and Aaron holding on to it. And then Aaron's like, oh, I made like $30 on it. And he sells. What he sells, about 5% of that goes back to the people who held the coin. And 5% of that gets burnt. Um, actually, it's over trillions for the market cap. And then like I think every 
Um, I need to look into that a little bit more. But I think every uh, week or something, they, they send it on their Twitter that a couple of billions or trillions get burnt. So so those those coins are gone. So if you sell it, about 5% of those coins are gone. Uh, it is a very sketchy situation. Like I said, I did not invest too much into it. I just did a went to their website, and one of the things is like 100% community-driven. Community-driven and fair launch. Dev burned all team tokens and participated yeah. in the fair launch with everyone else. That's hilarious. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, so that's what basically what it's about. And it's supposed to be like... Oh, so that's why it's called like safe moon. It's like it's even they say like oh safely get to the moon with the whole like shebang of like everyone else and stuff. It's it's I don't know. I kind of yeah. It's kind of like I don't really hundred percent. They have a Discord it, bot. I want to say add them. We could add I'm them to the Discord server and have it during our recordings. Give us some live updates and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Just scream at us, hey, it's now one cent more. And the price, by the way, is like way below a penny. So it's like, I think the price has like six has or six. seven zeros. Um, so six now. Yeah, it was. So a lot of people got rich off of that because it actually was eight in the beginning. So a lot of people, when they bought it early on, it was eight zeros. Um, but enough of that. So that and then Safe Moon came out and then. Right after it, this other coin, Pitbull coin, came out. Like with the whole Dogecoin, <laughs> Pitbull coin. Like these, they call it the dog coins. Um, so Pitbull coin came out with the same ideology as Safe Moon, less market cap, but they only burn two percent and they only return two percent to the market uh, to the people who hold who hold on to it. Um, that one blew up. Um, Full disclosure, I put in $100 and all of a sudden I made like $500. And I was like, all right, I'm leaving this now. I'm done. I don't even want to, I don't care what, where you get. Kind of interesting as well. Um, and then this was this was when that three-day weekend was happening. Last weekend, other coins started getting more fame. Risk Moon and Hoge Coin. Like, it's starting to just be ridiculous at this point. Um, and for those who don't know, be safe. Be safe, be safe, be safe, trading cryptocurrency. Uh, with this market that we're at right now, anyone, anyone can create a coin and you can trade on it and you give them money and they'll sell you the coin and they could just grab your money and leave. Um, especially with Pitbull coin, for example, and Risk, Mo Risk Moon, um, they weren't, their names weren't even on the like this platform that I was using called Pancake Exchange. Like this is how sketchy it is. I had to go to this website called Pancake Exchange, give them another coin for them to give me, like for example, SafeMoon. But at least SafeMoon was on that platform. For Bit Pitbull and RiskMoon, you have to put in their um, their hash, which is like 0xA5, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this is so if, fucking risky. Like if, I don't know where fair, this money is going, you know? If you're trading so, Pitbull coin, or risk moon i mean you're just you're straight up trolling right is there, that's just <laughs> actually trolling yeah like like the people who like completely dive because i've seen people who like okay. uh, there's this app called stock tweets and you can just see like yeah. what people are talking about different like whatever like trading stuff um and a lot of people True or not, some people are like, oh, I dropped in like millions into this shit. And it's like, bro, you gotta be stupid to drop in anything more than like five, six dollars into a coin that's worth like like 20 zeros before a number shows up. Like it's so stupid. Um, but but I don't know. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. If you're getting rich on that, good on you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but myself. Um, I bought a couple of bigger known coins, um, and most of some of them at least were more reasonable than other. Uh, like there's like some coins that are most most of the coins. Let me put it this way: most of the coins that I bought was based on Ethereum, like they're backed by Ethereum, so I kind of find it safer. And they're also 
they give me a reason to buy them. For example, Algorand coin. Um, it's a really cool, I think one of my favorite ones so far. They give you 6% yield for holding. That's a lot, a lot, a lot more than like savings account. So not only the, the price of the coin is going up. Why is that? How can they do that? For holding. Um, and <laughs> I think, let me read the description. Um, I'm going to read directly the description from them. Um, it says, Algorand is a cryptocurrency and blockchain protocol that aims to be simultaneously scalable, secure, and decentralized. It uses consensus algorithm called pure proof of stake. That did not help at all. Um, but I can research about this a bit more. But um, a lot of them just do this, I think, as an award, trying more to go or less, social to, media for you to you need get the users. coin. It's the uh, same sort of deal. Yeah. Yeah, especially, especially like if you want to um, work on something that needs to be more people holding it. So a lot of these decentralized coins, um, you need a lot of people to hold them to have some power of doing something, right? So in order to get the, a lot of these people holding them, they will award you for holding them and not selling them, right? So there's a lot of these ones. So there's this other one that I bought. Um, synthetic network um this one was kind of cool just really let me read their spiel um so snx or synthetic networks token is an ethereum token that powers synthetics a decentralized synthetic asset um issuance protocol so they, they basically like are the ones that they're the protocol that issue tokens um and synthetic assets are minted when token holders um, stake their SNX as a collateral using Minter. Um, I think Kevin talked a little bit about Minter last episode, so okay. if you guys want to go back um, about minting, um, which is a decentralized application for interacting with synthetic contract. Uh, the protocol currently supports synthetic fiat currencies, cryptocurrencies, and commodities, um, so I'm just holding on to their token, basically, um, which is kind of cool as well. Um, so there's like some other ones that are kind of similar to this ideology, but Ethereum. Um, I believe in Ethereum completely after reading a lot about Ethereum and I personally like it more than Bitcoin. Again, it's just a opinion. Um, it's not or a any other coin financial advice that you should get it over Bitcoin. Um, uh, or any other coin in general, exactly. Um, but I personally like Ethereum and just what they um, stand for. Um, I did put a, I'm putting a like a website to Investopedia that mm -hmm. talks about the difference between Ethereum and um, Bitcoin. And, and this part definitely just sums up why I like it more. Uh, Ethereum pro uh, proposed to utilize blockchain technology not only for maintaining a decentralized payment network, but also for storing computer code which can be used to power tamper-proof decentralized financial con contracts and applications. Bitcoin is more of like money, right? Like, hey, I'm holding on to dollar bills. Dollar becomes it's more worth it, you know, to hold dollar or gold. Like, imagine gold, right? And right, it's just an investment. You just hold gold and it becomes more expensive and then you sell it, yeah. And on the other side, um, Ethereum is more like, hey, let's build a future with this, right? Like they actually give you platform. There's API calls you can make for Ethereum. So a lot of, a lot of companies that like um, talk about like, hey, like we want our website to be on the blockchain or we want our website to use blockchain. A lot of them end up being backed by Ethereum because of that reason. Um, they give you the platform to use. Um, so... Very cool it's like stuff, the source of a I'm lot of uh, techie persons. So I had to go with that. A lot of different types of technology. Right, right. A lot of, so of like buying Google, you buy. So instead of, I guess, buying um, the gold. Right, or instead of like buying gold, you buy the whole like where to mine the gold. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that kind of stuff. So buying the source of it. So it's very cool. I like it a lot. And they're, they're moving into Ethereum 2.0, which is sometime next year or two years from now. 
And I was actually offered to stake my Ethereum that I have now, meaning you're not allowed to touch the Ethereum until Ethereum 2.0 comes out, but they will do one-to-one. So how many Ethereum 1 you had, they will turn it into Ethereum 2 when Ethereum 2 comes out. Um, and I need to do a little bit more research. What's the difference? Yeah, I think of the talk about it, but it's a, a little bit more technical and complicated. But Ethereum, right. And But I think it's going to be worth it. I think Ethereum 2 is going to be a lot more powerful, a lot more secure. And if they do one to one, then Ethereum two, I think is going to be yeah. That's the hope, right? <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> that's why I'm at a startup, right? <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that's the whole goal of uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So next one, um, Daddy Elon. Um, I have a couple of things about him. This man just blew up with cryptocurrency again. Uh, if you guys don't know, he's been like backing up Dogecoin for a long time. Uh, it did blow up a lot more than what it should have. Uh, but he wants to accept Bitcoin as a form of uh, form of payment to Tesla's. And I think it went through. So now Tesla is accepting Absolutely Bitcoin um, to buy Tesla cars. And, and it's like, it's just like, damn, bro, just thinking about it. Like, if I ever want to buy a Tesla, me, I will definitely buy a Bitcoin first. And use that to buy Tesla. Because how, how much of a clout can that be? Not only you bought Tesla, but you bought it with a like a cryptocurrency that's not physical money at all. It's just sitting on somebody there, else's but computer. You could buy a significantly um, less than a Tesla and hope for it to go up to buy you a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, just just buy it at, at like half the price and hope it blows up. Because I mean yesterday he it hit its all-time high at sixty thousand. Finally, hit sixty thousand. This is just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Um, Stop it. But yeah, so that's one. And another thing about Daddy Elon, he made a <laughs> he made a tweet. Uh, it was just like a rotating kind of a cool art, I guess. And it was like a song or music behind it. And he said that he's thinking about selling. A NFT, a non-fungible token. Again, we talked about this last episode. Please go listen to it. Uh, that is about NFTs, and he's going to sell it as an NFT. And he actually got a lot, a lot of bids. Like, I mean, a lot of people Stupid. just bidding on it. A lot of people actually saying, "No, do it, release it, blah blah blah." And the highest, oh bid, my god, that's like chump change. The highest bid was it's one million dollars. One. And I think maybe that's why he didn't want it. <laughs> so, like, somebody said they will buy it for $1 million. And then he quickly just responded again to the, um, to the like, the video he sent and said, actually, never mind, I'm not selling it. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, if someone did land it for $1 million, like you said, it's just Trump changed to him. Someone was able to, like, buy it for $1 million. Imagine how much that person can Dude, sell I don't to know. the next person. You know? Like, you have this just this very tech futuristic like non-fungible token but all the hype that is going on by elon musk and you can just be like yo i have this and elon musk will never do this shit ever again and it's like yo, i'm gonna just sell it to someone else but granted you have to sell it while it's a hype train about nfts they're gonna I ride the wave they're gonna hop yeah, off the wave they're gonna ride the wave yeah i think the nfts are gonna i don't know um, there was a, let me see, there was a video about NFTs by, um, who? What's his name? Uh, oh, Trevor oh Nova. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I know. You ever watch Trevor Nova? I don't think I know the video. Yeah, so he, he talked about NFTs. I'm going to send that video over. Yeah, he's, it's very new. It's like three days ago. And it was actually interesting. I learned a lot more about NFTs watching that video because he, he explains how NFTs just are. Data. You don't own them, right? It's not like a physical art. And they're just sitting on... You lose it. Just sitting on a server. If that <laughs> server goes down... But you can't have an gone. NFT that's like actually <laughs> inside a physical gone. item. Uh, like you store the metadata on the, a, something and then no, put that are, in the physical item. Yeah, you just you just hold... Yeah, but you the just memory, hold the memory like, stick holding your metadata. The 
the clout. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but anyways. So yeah, that's about NFTs. I will probably give you that video as well. You can add it at the bottom of this episode and you can you should definitely watch it. Kind of cool. Um last but not least on my side, um not a not a huge promise, but I think by the end of this year, this guy's making big summer, commitments. If not by the end of this year, by when everybody. college is over next year, so next summer. Um, that's that's why I'm like maybe next year when college is over, I don't have that much time. Um, I might start mining Ethereum, and it's not like I'm hoping to get rich off of it. You need to move. I'm to hoping Minnesota. I learn a lot from it. Is what I'm trying to do. Um, well, if you're gonna be mining, that's whole... a lot of energy cost. You need to be in what a cold that? place, so you pay less energy. Yeah. All right. So, Mr. Musk, oh, I see, I see. Uh, his All right, Mr. On. Musk. Wait, who? Uh, who? Mr. Daddy richest Elon? man in the world, <laughs> Elon Musk, uh, startup Neuralink. Yeah, dude. I mean, this this the, the video is just absolutely fucking incredible. I mean, it's just absolutely nothing like it. Um, but I I need to give some background on this. Uh, I'll put the link to their blog in the description. But basically, back in August last year, they shut off this pig uh, that had the link attached to a part of the brain that has to do with, like, uh, nose sensory. So touching the nose, smelling, stuff like that. And this link, uh, it reads neuron, like fires basically like so when neurons go off when you when the pigs smell something the neurons are going to go off and the this link is able to observe those neurons firing we'll call it and display that to the screen via bluetooth so they had this pig and this trainer or, or whoever was taking care of the pig was just feeding the pig and elon musk is talking over it in the video but every time the pig goes to smell her hand, every time the lady touches the, the the pig's nose, anything that has to do with that pig's nose, we were able to observe its brain reacting to it on the screen. Which is crazy, dude. It's crazy. So that, But, you know, in order to, to get something that's more human yeah. usable, you need something that's more like a human. Something that has hands and thumbs, you know? And that's a monkey. And so the whole... This is like this huge thing is all about this monkey named Pager. And Pager uh, is a very special monkey in this case. Pager had the link implanted um, on both sides of her brain, one for the left motor cortex and one for the right motor cortex to detect the monkey's uh, brain signals when it wants to move their hands. So if he wants to move his hand up, You'll be able to read that, uh, move it down, all these neurons. And so the link, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but it has like 1,024 channels each. So they're able to read like 1,024 electrodes or whatever it is. Mm. There's a lot of science and stuff behind this. Anyways, in the video, they have this thing connected to the monkey. Two links, one on each side of the head. And he, they got him up in this tree, um, like playing with this computer and the computer has a grid on it with a bunch of boxes and um, a cursor like a little dot that acts as your cursor that he's supposed to move around the screen and so he has a joystick to move the cursor around and when a box lights up orange he's got to move the cursor over to it so we see as this monkey uh, is moving the joystick around and moving the cursor to the orange box and every time he like, moves it into the orange box, he gets a banana smoothie, so that's kind of cute. So, before that, we're pausing it right there. Um, this whole thing, um, with the whole banana smoothie and moving cursor, is literally um, an AI training, right? Because this monkey is not, like, a human person that, like, you can just tell it, hey, do this, you'll get awarded. This is how AI works, and I think we've talked about this in the past, right? When the AI does something right, you get awarded. Um, and I think that's what they were going with this, is that every time... So by to train the monkey at the same time, 
was like, hey, if you actually move this little dot to that orange box, you get banana smoothie. And so to um, tag so along that's that, how you learned, know how they have hey, the links in his this. head and they're reading his, uh, his neurons firing, right? Uh, I hope I'm saying this right. Don't, don't, I, I don't know anything about the brain, so like, just take my terminology with a grain of salt. Anyways, they're reading these neurons firing, and what they're doing is they're trying to uh, uh, classify which neurons fire when the monkey wants to move the joystick up, when he wants to move it down, once he wants to move it left or right. And based on that, they're able to tell by which neurons are firing what direction the monkey wants to move. And that's how they calibrate the device. They call that calibrating their software, right? And so once they learn for that specific monkey what neurons fire for what things, they're able to... Uh, <laughs> the, the craziest part, they're able to unplug the joystick and have him do the same exact exercise, but instead of the joystick moving the cursor, it's the software reacting to his neurons firing, moving the cursor to the box. It is. It is absolutely. Like, please watch this video it is when you see this, absolutely because he insane. they unplug um, the joystick and he's moving the joystick, but it's not him moving it. It's his mind. Like plugged into. Yeah, he's just like wants it to go there, so he it moves. And it's just absolutely ridiculous to just think about. Um, props to Neuralink. Um, definitely a bigger shout out to them. This this whole like experiment, I guess, wasn't wasn't just training the monkey. It was also training an AI. It was also training the Neuralink. It was also training. It was like all of them happening at the same time. And these fuckers were like, "All right, I'm unplugging now," and it just started working. And we haven't just even gotten like, to the wow, point where like, he's playing mind pong. Honestly, crazy, crazy. Yeah, oh my god, that one's insane. Because because the box thing, um, it's not like a, I want to say the word competitive, right? Well, it's not, it's just like, hey, I just well, think need, you're on, there's no timer think or about it this I just way. need think you're this on the dot to get to this box. IPhone, and you want to get to an app. Like you just move your finger to where the app is. Yeah. And, you just and gotta think about this. it. You just got to think about it now. Like in my head... It's just in your head, you're like, oh, I just want to look at some TikToks right now. And you just think about it, and the TikTok comes so up for you. When, and when that it gets is to the point ridiculous. in the video where he's playing Pong, the monkey is just sitting there, like, with his thing on where the banana smoothie comes out. He's just sitting there, and the paddle, his paddle in the Pong game, is just going up and down. And he's just sitting there looking at the, the screen. And the paddle's just moving. And, they're, and then they're all like... Well, now that he's used to it, let's turn up the difficulty. And it starts going faster, and he's like moving the paddle faster and like more <laughs> concisely. And oh my gosh, it is just freaking incredible that he's able to do this. The a monkey playing pong, yeah, with his freaking mind. Uh, before. I guess we talked about like the the usage of like eventually us using this one day. Uh, but what are some other like actual uses that they're thinking about? Uh, so using their goal for the moment system for with this sort of technology. So what what this is called is a BMI system. BMI is brain machine interface, right? And those. Devices have existed before and previous studies have been used with them, but older BMI systems only had a few hundred electrodes, whereas the Neuralink ones have 1,024, like I was saying. And with the other BMI devices, they had to attach over the skin, so over your scalp, whereas the, the Neuralink ones are implanted. And so what the, and, and with the older ones, a caregiver had to attach the BMI system. That's how that worked. But with Neuralink, they're in... Not their end goal, but their their main goal for the moment is to give uh, a disabled person um, complete digital freedom. And what that means, complete digital freedom, is is they're able to to uh, send text messages. They're able to use their iPhone or their computer. They're able to take photographs. They're able to um, 
edit videos, do all these things, even play video games. They're able to do all those things. And uh, a, a big kicker there is by themselves. They don't need a caregiver. They're able to go out and do these things wherever it may be. So that's their goal for the moment, right? Interesting. Well, like, it's just like with that, like, oh, think of how hard it is for somebody to use their phone and stuff like that. Like, if you could just give that sort of freedom, they're able to do all these things and communicate yeah. freely and explore digitally uh, a lot of what they want to do. I guess a bit of, like, my confusion and question comes from the fact that, like, um, like in the video, we watched that... Wait, the monkey had to train the Neuralink by actually playing the game, right? There's like a digital screen that says, hey, look at how the how how the brain reacted based on where the joystick went. Um, but how would that happen? How would the training go for I guess an uh, they person? touched on it? Really sure Let me see if I can find the specific. Question, but... Um uh, I think uh, right here it says, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to explain it to how I understand it. It says, prior research, or okay, with monkeys, we calibrate the decoder by mapping neural activity patterns to actual joystick movements. However, we won't be able to use such a strategy for people with paralysis. Um, prior research by the Brain Gate Consortium. Jeez. Right. Uh, have shown that neurons in the motor cortex remain directionally tuned to movement intention, even in people with paralysis. And that is possible to calibrate a decoder as the person simply imagines moving a mouse on a mouse pad or a finger on a trackpad to guide a cursor that automatically moves to the presented targets. After the decoder is cal calibrated, the person is able to type emails and text messages, browse the red web, or anything else that can be done with the computer just by thinking about how they want the cursor to move. So, so we're just talking about, so we're just going to go ahead and ignore the fact <laughs> that this is going to be telekinesis. <laughs> like this is, this is just ridiculous. Uh, it's just going to be like telekinesis, right? Right, but still going to be, imagine, imagine it being like, I don't know, either robots or like drone. And you can just it's gonna be like that use your brain thing to move you the drone in, from point A you to hop point in the, B. the little cocoon, and then you control your avatar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's straight but, up, just right. Like this is stuff. Like this is fucking dead Elon. Please stop. That's so <laughs> crazy. That what essentially what they're gonna do is they're gonna have this little video of a cursor moving from one pit like from point a to point b and they're gonna have people watch that video and think about moving the cursor from point a to point b and that's how they're gonna train people like it's not gonna be them doing anything it's just gonna be this the extreme power of thought i'm gonna think about it really hard and it's gonna calibrate the device <laughs> it's like wow <laughs> and so like the last crazy this, thing i'm yeah, gonna put in just, the last crazy wow. thing that they they said in the article is once they have BMI systems that are good enough to detect where, like, neuron signals, like, how you want your uh, limbs to move, like, hey, I want my right hand to go up, I want, uh, or when you're walking, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, all that sort of stuff. Like, imagine if they're able to uh, calibrate their machine to read those, right, read those neurons. And then with some technology, somehow, some way, they're able to stimulate your limbs to move in reaction to those. So it's like you have control over your limbs, but you don't. But technology has control over your limbs and is actually reacting to your brain controlling your limbs. So it's like a kind of second end around way of getting to control your limbs again. I think... I think we kind of touched upon this. Where was it? Season one, I think, of Plus Plus. I think we talked a bit about Neuralinks. And their primary thought when I was researching about it back in the day was they want to be able to use it 
as like like i said like machine control which they, they're showing that they can right like being able to move a cursor without actually moving a cursor imagine like exoskeletons right it doesn't have to be limbs themselves but like exoskeletons being connected to your body parts and you're thinking about okay now i want to move my right foot then the exoskeleton moves actually physically moving your right foot and i think that's how it is in real life anyways right it's not like my leg has a brain i have the brain and i just want my body to do a certain thing and it does that certain thing so this is just the first step and i think long shot i think they're trying to cure uh, uh, paralysis which is i think very interesting it wouldn't necessarily be a cure it would be an adaptation to the um to the problem (laughs) but it it would be so like an exoskeleton like that's controlling an exoskeleton is one thing being able to control your actual body part like the act of like stimulating a leg to be able to walk forward right right but i think that would honestly just be an endoskeleton right like instead of externally putting those like metal yeah, but it's like giving, or whatever. it's like you're giving imagine an API putting it right no where your bonus on how to use it right hmm. <laughs> so microsoft <laughs> because you have to work with the leg you have no other choice like that's the only sort of interface that you have to work with right and it's nerves and whatever it has along with it like that's what you have to interface to to move the leg you yep. see what i'm saying Yeah, so we'll just have to see. I think there's going to be a bunch of other episodes within this year and next year. They're doing it fast. Um, They're doing crazy, crazy things. Yeah, this was a span of less than a year. Like last episode that we talked about Neuralink, they were not even close to doing much. They were like, oh, we're starting Neuralink. And now they're like, oh, look at us controlling. There's no (laughs) two-way. Yeah, like they you, they can't give information into the brain. They can only read information from the brain. Oh, my God. It's only a one-way street, just so it's clear. You know what's funny? Um, you know what's funny? If that same video came out and it had nothing to do with Elon Musk, people would think it's fake. So letting you know that. Well, if I they mean, were just I like, oh, we're controlling a monkey, like, and people were like, Russia, ah, it's and then fake. Like, we react the to only it, like that's outlandish bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just yeah. fucking. No, it's like, bro, it's plugged in. Shut up. You know what I mean? Like in the, like it's goddamn place. Shut up. No, but uh, very interesting. And um, I was I was watching a video the other day. Um, did you know? Sorry, this is completely off topic, but it's a good way to end the episode. I guess. Did you know Elon Musk was actually? Yeah. Um, uh, maybe in I did not. Iron maybe Man I did. Two movie. Maybe I did. There was. A- yeah, he's just like a like a side character. Um, Iron Man like goes up to him and he's like, "Oh yeah, like I want to make a rocket or whatever." And Iron Man's like, "Oh, we can talk about that later." And there's some 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 interaction like that, and that's it. And I'm like, "This is Iron Man too, bro." Like Elon Musk wasn't yeah. even that fucking famous back then. Like he was, but he was just like, just more like a futuristic guy than like actually putting. Well, I mean, his he, he money where his mouth is. Fair. Like he put his but money where his weird. mouth is. Like long before that. He okay, so there's no they like back, yeah, but that was what the uh, well, Tesla no, 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 no. What that I'm saying is, he took his money from PayPal then? and then invested like, nobody in three startups, about and then so he really did put his money where his mouth is, but he did that really. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. But f- I think from that, I mean, like the futuristic part of it, like having. Uh, the Tesla, the new Tesla cars, like self-driving cars, Neuralink, SpaceX, uh, the Boring Company, like these these futuristic companies. Um, it was just like a, just a thought, you yeah. know. But now it's just like fuck. It's, it's he's not crazy. Uh, <laughs> he's not fucking. Yeah, crazy. I think that does it for me. All right, are uh, you good? Cool. All right. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you yeah. for listening to this episode. Thank you for joining us for an extended conversation on cryptocurrency, as well as the crazy thing that Elon Musk is doing with our minds. Um, 
You can find us at www.techpluspluspodcast.com. You can send us a message on there. That's www.techpluspluspodcast.com. We're on Instagram. Check us out there. We're at Tech Plus Plus Podcast. That's Tech Plus Plus Podcast. On Twitter, we're at, we're at Tech Plus Plus underscore. That's Tech Plus Plus underscore. Check us out on social media. Uh, get on our websites to see our episodes. Leave us a review on all the major platforms if you're uh, feeling compelled to. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you, everyone.